Welcome to the Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we wonder if it's getting hot inside this pot of water, but we are experiencing too much social anxiety to ask the other frogs what they think. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary, and I'm joined, well, currently by two of my friends. Maybe they're maybe the third. Who knows? Who knows? First of all, Kennedy Cooper back on the pod. What's up, Kennedy? How you doing? You know, uh, y'all didn't have me on for the 9-11 episode, and that's fucked up. <laughs> we never forgot. I'm so sorry. So, uh, I'm, 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 here, I'm here with an axe to grind today, to be honest. Um, I'm here this... to kvetch. I'm here to... Uh, uh, <laughs> Do another 9-11. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. to this podcast. Well, yeah. you'll have to wait for my other twin but tower to show up. it's on horseback. <laughs> fully fueled horse uh anyways in our third seat returning to the pot it's been too long back by popular demand we've got christy yamaguchi man aka will hello will how's it going it's going great and you're full of absolute shit uh there is no popular (laughs) demand demanding me to have me back i appreciate it it's a sweet thing to say one person one person did okay all right one person did ask okay but also you got to think at this point (laughs) You're one of the last non-canceled shit posters. That's mm. kind of true. That is, that's kind of true. I, I tend to keep my nose as clean as possible when it comes to Twitter. Uh, I don't need those problems. Don't want those problems. Don't have those problems currently. Don't uh, not looking for those problems. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's keep that shit going. Sometimes I hear about those Discord DM groups with like the hot shit posters in them, and I'm like, I didn't get invited to that. Damn. <laughs> I feel whack now. And then, like, two months later, inevitably, every single time, I'm like, oh, yeah. Don't want anything to do with that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely uh, completely fine not being invited to. I, I despise Discord, personally. It's too um, weird. I, there's too many things to click on. It is the most unuser-friendly interface. Uh, I feel like like it harkens back to like Merc 32 and those IRC chat rooms from like 1999, where it's just like I like I don't know what I'm doing in there. I don't want to know what I'm doing, and it feels like like you just said, Kennedy. Uh, the the more that I stay out of it, the higher the likelihood that I still have like a pleasurable <laughs> experience online. So I'm good. I'm good. Fuck that. I- I like Discord, but only because I use it in a really limited manner. <laughs> I've joined. It's all about moderation. I have yeah, joined I like think, fifteen uh, Discords, and I just get so many notifications. I don't even look at it. I'm like, I'm sorry. I hope there's yeah, nothing important yeah. happening here. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just uh, mute notifications from most of them. Don't look at them, and then I have one that's my actual place where I hang out with my friends and we watch movies and stuff like that. And uh, only normal people are allowed. Um. <laughs> as with everything it's like doing drugs like moderation is key you want to do them around the right people that aren't going to ruin your experience yeah, and normal uh, people and i don't mean normal like cishet you know like something like you know like just people that know how to be like, like know yeah, how to act can, fucking normal like yeah that, people that can act right <laughs> exactly exactly people that got raised right you know and also like drugs, uh, you should never discord and drive. Okay, we've got a lot of news to cover here. Um, before we do that, we're going to just take a quick moment to hear from our sponsors. Welcome to the worst ad read yet. 
patreon.com slash worst week yet. That's right, folks. For a couple bucks a month, you can hear more of this show. That's right. Big explosions. Deanna, how kind of you to join us for this ad read. Um, it's been a pleasure podcasting with you. <laughs> So that's the fun part. If you sign up for our Patreon, you won't get more of this specific show because I'm not even on this fucking show. But you will get lots of really fun bonus content. We got bonus content over there. That's right. Yeah. Additional yeah. features. Uh, you, ever, you ever be like, dang, I wish Deanna was on this episode <laughs> or dang, I wish Kennedy had been there for this one. Well, go to the Patreon. It's all three of us most of the time just talking about terrible bad things terrible bad things sometimes terrible good things things. yeah every once in a while we get we get one here and there um so yeah we just did our episode about the either anti or provax zombie movie strain 100 uh we are currently uh, we are going to be recording an episode today uh you'll be it'll be up there soon we got some animal news you like animals you like news well guess what we mixed them up together and we spit it all out at patreon.com worst we get and the best part is if you give ten dollars a month oh boy we appreciate that so much we love it we love it oh god we like it so much that we say your names (laughs) so big shout out to our ten dollar patrons our pizza the hut level supporters uh shout out to you fuck like my dad chauncey anders terminally online leftist music to ignore zap actions downer andrea humphrey goblin mode optimus crime the man in the west nandy angelus josh trooping nick adams parentheses alpha male aj from baltimore <gasps> in next dragula 206 brienne cia brain bugs and our newest patron mega force base whoa they- yeah Wow. Like what that. a name. What a name. You know, just, uh, just asking patrons since you might hear this, is that a Power Rangers reference? Because, oh, is because if it I'd is, like you might want to stick around for the plugs at the end of this episode. Okay. Speaking of this episode, we've got to get back to it. Thank you for supporting patreon.com slash worst week yet. Wow, what a great ad read that was. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, patrons. Uh, Kennedy, Will. uh, Listeners, you may be noticing that there is a, let's say, an absence, uh, a a hole in the heart of this podcast right now. Deanna is not here. She is supposed to be here. She is running late. Let me tell you, she is conspicuously absent. (laughs) (laughs) The microphone is just sitting there (laughs) next to Andrew Hillary accusatorily. Also, how are you at her house and she's late to her own home? I don't understand the logistics of this. Uh, I don't know how much lore that has been discussed on air on this podcast, but it makes a lot of sense to me and Kennedy, I can tell you. Okay, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> She'll be here I'm eventually. Su- I, I, will say, I wasn't surprised by that information at all. I'll have to go on to. Uh, I have to get the director's cut to figure out what the fuck's going on. Hell here. yeah! yeah director's Hell yeah. cut of National Trevor. <laughs> well, hey, uh, let's begin. We've, like I said, so many stories to cover. We've only got a limited time frame here, so let's just di- let's just dive right in. So I hope everybody had a good 9/11. Um, you know, we had a, a big celebration on the pod last I week. <laughs> I got a fucking ticket in the ice cream truck and you had a worse 9-11 oh no and 
I, oh my God. So I had a double dip of bad 9-11 experiences, uh, a day I truly will never forget. I got an Instagram ad for a cool looking hat like a month ago. <laughs> and here's the thing. I'm not one of those people that typically will buy stuff off an ad. I usually am like, Haha, you idiots spent money to show me this. I'm not doing, but like there is like a few specific things that I'm like, fuck, you got me. Like one time I got, uh, there was an ad for a Hawaiian shirt with your cat's photograph printed in between the, the flowers. I was like, got to get that. Take my fucking that. credit yeah. card. Sure, sure. So I saw an Instagram ad for a hat with an orca on it that said, fuck them boats. And I was like, <laughs> all right, Instagram, you got me. Yeah, and I yeah, ordered yeah, I that it. shit. And then it came in the mail on 9-11 and it was the wrong color. And then I went and looked it up <laughs> and the website's return policy was you ain't returning that shit. Give up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck. So Maybe. clearly, you know, I experienced a great tragedy. Uh, but you know what you should have done when you got pulled over? What's that? Before the cop got to the car, you throw on, have you forgotten? And then, and then, and then when the cop rolls up, you just go, I'm so sorry, officer. My mind was just somewhere else today. Officer, I never real forgot. solemn. Give him that thousand yard stare. <laughs> Officer, I never forgot if that was a no turn on red sign. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that's something that you could do year round, not just on 9-11. Just have like immediately fire up your 9-11 playlist with some Toby Keith and some Big and Rich. Uh, some I, I think Travis Tritt had a song about 9-11. Um, and, and just like just fire that up if you ever get pulled over and it like disables them. It's like that video that went viral of all of the police officers stopping what they were doing and like uh, <laughs> saluting like I don't even know if there was a flag in it, but somebody was playing the national anthem and it like froze all the police officers in the moment and they were <laughs> saluting and like a hand over their harding. And uh, it was like, I think somebody had like even found a drill tweet or something where, where somebody mentioned that if you just play the national anthem, whenever you're getting chased by the police, it disables them. Cops don't uh, want it, you to it, know this one simple trick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah. Well, I would say nobody had a worse 9-11. Okay, one person had a worse 9-11 uh, than DraftKings. Friend of the show, DraftKings uh, sports betting program who um, had to issue an emergency apology because of their 9-11 parlay Never promotion. <laughs> Never forget parlay. Yes. So they put out a bet that was like, if all three New York teams win on 9-11, you'll get a big paycheck. <laughs> Everybody was like, dude. <laughs> That's uh, you know. So here's I've I've got a buddy that works in marketing, uh, who who every time he sees like a gaff like this from one of these major corporations, he's like, dude, they did this on purpose. Like it's always he he never believes that this is ever an accident in any way. I he hate always, people that have to that uh, nothing's ever like. Um, well, but when it comes to marketing, he does know what he's talking about. Okay, he's been marketing, doing this yeah. for a long okay. time. And he knows like the the how usually the hierarchy of these organizations work. And he's like, this is he's like he's like maybe maybe there's not a huge backlash and they go along and they're like, ooh, that's kind of like risque. But like if there is a bigger backlash, then it becomes like a bigger it's just like free free advertising. Yeah, is I was I maybe was speaking too uh too presumptuous. In marketing, I did 
I do actually think you're right that like a lot of times companies will just do something to piss everybody off because then right, they'll just right, be talking right. about it. It's like a calculated um, risk, you know. But I do. Uh, I, I for some reason my mind just went to another news story that we have this week, which is uh, Russell Brand is a fucking rapist, and uh, like as soon as that uh, came out, people were like, "Think of the timing of this. It's just too perfect." And it's like. What uh, timing? <laughs> what is yeah? Why what's siding with what? what yeah, what's the what's the uh, what lined up to make it perfect? I well, don't understand. Obviously, he was getting too close. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Do not. Ask, so he's I'm so glad you didn't ask me to what because I had no idea. <laughs> okay, well, this is this is a classic like QAnon strategy where they they use the phrase "over the target" whenever something, whenever like mm. somebody gets suspended or somebody gets banned from a, a social media platform, they're like, "Oh, so and so was over the target. That's why the the deep state took them out with a suspension for making violent threats or some shit." You know, like yeah. something they should have probably been banned for, or you know, uh, but yeah. So so Russell Brand was over his target uh, with mm. his podcast, I guess. Well, you know, he was talking uh, about vaccines. I mean, oh, he was also okay, doing gotcha. that for the last Ooh. three years, but he was also talking about vaccines currently. So, like, it's like, well, you I, know, he said everything. You know, he did I, say ivermectin. He actually just crossed the 1,000 times mentioning ivermectin, and that's what did it. It's like, you can okay. do it 999 times, and you're fine. You he do it a thousandth. Quota. Mm, you're toast. I, um, I also take drugs meant for horses, so you know, I get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, I, what I found most fascinating about this was his response. Um, his pre-response. He, he called the accusations against him. I'm not making this up. He used the word baroque. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, what the fuck? So I only know that in the context of like classical music, uh, is that is that the same term like Baroque, like the Baroque period? Like, is that what he's saying there? Um, I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> the only, the only, literally, yes, the only definition I know of for Baroque, and I did look this up just to. See, I was like, uh, uh, I guess the clo- there were a couple other defin. I mean, there are a couple other definitions that okay are like vaguely but it's like it's still like the the primary definition of this word is of or relating to the characteristics or style of artistic expression prevalent especially in the 17th century okay what (laughs) the fuck is he talking (laughs) this is that's like that's okay that's almost like too perfectly like it's too perfectly satirical of russell brand as a character to use a word that he doesn't even know the definition of because he thinks it makes him sound smart in the moment well but Uh, however it is also sometimes used to mean something that is like irregular or characterized by grotesqueness or something like that all right all right like sort of sort of extrapolating a secondary definition from the primary definition right um, so, uh, and, I'm, and so I don't know. It does sort of make sense, but it's also like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck are you saying right now? These these, these, these women accusing these women accusing me are are it's it's postmodern, it's Victorian, <laughs> it's it's Edwardian, and it's and it's, 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 it's uh, like I don't even want to say what's it. happening to me right now. I don't it's, even um, I don't even want to say it, but I feel compelled to. It's gauche. 
It's gauche. It's mid-century. It's it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know like what the just, word gauche means, but it's fun to uh, say. It's neo-colonial revival. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Did somebody say cubism? Uh, all I, all I know is that uh, since these accusations have come out, Tucker Carlson, Andrew Tate, and Elon Musk all announced their support for Russell Brand. So, Jesus, I, listeners, what side Christ. are you on? Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah, not on that one. I, I, I tweeted the other day, if this is who the Matrix is going after, I'm good with the blue pill. Yeah. Like, completely yeah, fine. Like, I'm, I'm like, pro-Matrix. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I am on uh, Agent Smith's side, for sure. Uh, for sure. This is, yeah. Yeah, also coming out in support of Russell Brand, uh, Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Hitler's ghost, Darth the, Vader. Yeah, all of yeah. the trees from the happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we move on, uh, I did just want to also mention. Not a lot funny to say about this, but uh, another person who had a bad 9-11 was the entire city of Derna, Libya, who, which was hit with catastrophic flooding. There's like something like eleven thousand people died, and ten thousand more are still missing. Mm. A, a bunch of dams broke. And it just wiped away this town. It's it, the footage. It, it's wild. Um, and obviously, I mean, there's nothing funny about this. And, uh, you know, it's not typically something that we spend a lot of time talking about these horrific tragedies. But the one thing I do want to say is that uh, Barack Obama came out and was like s- s- tweeting like how much they support and sending thoughts and prayers to Libya. And it's like the reason that Libya's infrastructure is all fucked up is because it's been in a civil war since Barack Obama decided to kill the fucking leader of Libya. Like you don't get to be like, I'm so sorry d- to the thing that like you kind of cause like indirectly but like the you started the dominoes dude like sure this it's yeah. not your Libya fault was literally but- <laughs> on its way to being like one of the most prosperous african nations and barack obama said nope yeah uh-uh. so you know like i said not a lot of funny stuff to say about uh, a horrific tragedy like that but we can't pass up an opportunity to say fuck you barack obama <laughs> it's uh it's just another uh good piece of connective tissue as far as evidence goes that the uh, the long tentacles of american imperialism are everywhere like they're invisible quite often but it's always connected like <laughs> something fucked up happens around the world you can usually you know connect the dots it's like 6 degrees of separation mm-hmm. but with uh you know american foreign policy basically 6 degrees of some dickwad at the cia yep hell yeah and all to prevent the united states of africa yeah, well, you know, we can't have countries uh, working together not under our thumb. What do you, Kennedy? Be we need serious. We need, those are our resources <laughs> that got under their soil. So, yeah, um, it's, just, it's a little mix-up situation. Yeah, yeah. A little <laughs> they, they thought it was theirs, but it's ours. Uh, anyways, let's move on. So, what else do we got? Oh, okay. Uh, hey, <laughs> you ever heard of COVID, Will? <laughs> Uh, no, not familiar. What's this is weird, wild stuff. Uh, yes, COVID nineteen. It's back or never left. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> look, it's back every week. It's really interesting. <laughs> there was an estimate that uh, about six hundred and fifty thousand new cases are be- are being caught each day. So like one in fifty one Americans currently has COVID right now. Uh, the good thing is though, as 
Joe Biden, I mean, Donald Trump said, if you stop testing, there will be less cases. We actually have no idea how many COVID cases there are, but you know, there's different ways to estimate it. Um, so I wanted to talk about it because this week the FDA came out and approved a new COVID booster. Um, and they, they're, they were doing this like panel trying to determine who should get it. And they're like, well, uh, you know, this probably won't actually help young, healthy people, but you know, the elderly or folks with preexisting conditions should definitely get it. Uh, and then the CDC came out and was like, everyone should get this. <laughs> it's like, cool. Yeah. Be, why? Because you prevent the like more serious spread to those elderly people, to those immunocompromised people. So I haven't uh, looked yeah. into this, but I heard that it costs over a hundred dollars per person now, if you don't have insurance, which I do Holy not. Holy shit. So I ain't getting no fucking uh, booster. Well, then there you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that's a, Thanks, that, Joe that Biden. You, yeah, that, that tells you right then and there, whether like people are going to get this shit or not. Like yeah. there's, there's no fucking way. Yeah, we went from we'll pay you to get the booster or the vaccine to uh, <laughs> hundred bucks if you want to have no. I don't know. It's it's a fucking mess, but you know it is good that the government's decided to just like kind of like uh, just let it rip. You know, <laughs> fuck coordination, fuck a plan. We'll have the FDA come out one day and say I don't know if everybody needs this, and then the next day the CDC is like everybody fucking needs this, and uh, yeah. it's on you. <laughs> Figure it seems out. Seems like seems like they're not, uh, you know, getting each other's memos or coordinating uh, any kind of united front. It's like the it's like having the parents that are in like disagreement all the time. You know, it's like the dads mm -hmm. go ask your mom, and then your mom gives you approval, and your dad's like, I don't want you doing that. You know, like they they have no like they're constantly in in uh, uh, odds with each other. Um, yeah, not not a not a great look to be honest. Like Strain One Hundred all over again. Oh my God! There's an anti-vax fucking zombie movie. Will Except you need to watch? Is this. it anti-vax? So <laughs> what is it called? Strain One Hundred. It's on Amazon okay. Prime. Hey, we just Hell reviewed yeah. it on our Patreon. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/WorstWeekYet. Anyways, um, yeah, I we'll have to wait. Like this won't this won't be something we'll be able to tell until there's plenty of hindsight. But like. Sometimes it almost feels like Donald Trump did better at COVID than Joe Biden is doing. Like, I mean, it was like, it wasn't even really that he was, but just like the coordinated government response was like, at least most people that were actually doing things were kind of on the same page. Right. It's, I don't know. It's, we need to also like think, look back at that ten years later or something, but it's look. I'm not. I'm not defending Joe Biden at all. He's had more years to fuck up longer than than mm -hmm. Trump. I will say, like you know, it it didn't really like become a thing until about March of uh, 2020. So then the election happens in November, and it was like everybody was freaking out. There wasn't really a whole lot to do, you know, uh, that first year. And so I think I think. Biden Biden's done a, a terrible job with it, uh, awful job with it. But he's also had a lot longer to fuck it up. You know, yeah. uh, it's 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 one of those things. It's just like I think it's just a you know almost like a stat padding, but in the worst way possible <laughs> type mm -hmm. situation. I, I do think there's an irony to the fact that the Democrats hate Trump so much, but he is sort of the ideal Republican in some ways in that. They always talk about Republicans that they could like push around a little and get them to yeah. compromise. Yeah. And Trump actually like if if the Congress Democratic Congress actually pushed on him really hard, 
He'd be like, well, I guess maybe he would. Well, fuck it. You don't even need the Congress. Like, all you had to do was order Chinese food with him and he'd like, and compliment him. And literally, that's what Pelosi and Schumer did one time. They got Chinese, like, Chinese takeout uh, and, like, and and said, hey, we we really need this favor. We we love what you, you know, complimented him, told him, you know, his, like, tie looked nice. And then, like, he walked out of the room. He's like, oh, they're great people, great people. Like, whoever compliments that man last, he is willing to do something for you. That's literally how simple he works you know yeah. that's that's, that's what his brain like, is bring on. him a cheeseburger <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh okay so moving on um again don't really want to spend a lot of time talking on this but it's definitely something we need to at least mention here uh i think we saw one of the most horrific um police tapes that has come out I- I- at least for as long as i've been paying attention to that uh kind of thing this week so Uh, In January, a Seattle police officer was speeding through red lights without a siren or lights on. He was doing 75, I think, in a 25-mile-per-hour zone. Yeah. yeah. And he struck and killed a 23-year-old woman named Janavi Kondulu. Um, And then after this, another cop who was responding to that or had responded to this woman being killed uh, was caught on his body cam discussing it with another officer. And he was like laughing about it. And he was saying stuff like, oh, she's just a regular person. And, you know, she was 26. She had she had limited value. We'll just cut a check like the most horrific shit. Like, obviously, you know, it wasn't you know, there's there's horrific violence that we've seen and, you know, uh, flat out abuses of power. But just like the complete and total like disregard for life from fucking like for just a human being it you know to hear it to see it is one thing to like just hear it be joked about is it it's it's horrifying um it's it's even more horrifying because they haven't walked this back no like no. uh uh and which just goes to show how bold the fascists are getting in terms of like they don't they really don't feel like they have to be accountable anymore yeah, uh, and so the cop who said that shit, he was just like, "Yeah, whatever, suspend me for a week. I don't give a shit." Oh like, no, he's the vice president uh, of the Seattle Police Guild. If uh, anybody would suspend him, it would be him. So he's not going to do it. Like, yeah, but he was just like, put. He just said in an interview something like, "Put me on leave for a week or so, whatever. I don't give a shit." Basically, uh, and he also made. He said he maintained that the officer who was going seventy five in a twenty five and struck and killed a pedestrian had done nothing wrong. Yeah. So they're uh, still they're still maintaining that as well. Yeah, the the officer I guess was like responding to a call. She was in a crosswalk. I I I don't know. I, I like the the video is it's one of those things it's like like you you said Andrew like you see videos of police violence and there's almost a um uh, like, like you see the adrenaline surging through these cops and you know that they are brainwashed to like look at everyone as enemies. And so there's almost this like understanding of how it, like I, I don't want to sound like I'm ever defending them, but like you almost you like, OK, I see the recipe of disaster that led up to this moment. Right. I can I can see all of the ingredients there. This motherfucker was just flying down the block in the middle of the night 
uh, like you said, doing like three times the speed limit. She was in a crosswalk, a well-lit crosswalk. He was also in a vehicle that has lights and sirens. Yeah. (laughs) And, and she, she, uh, like, like the, the officer calling it in almost sounds annoyed that he hit this woman and killed her that he has to call this in, like, this is going to ruin his night or some shit. And then the other officer laughing about it, uh, he, he like, he says the line, oh, she, but she is dead. <laughs> like, laughs like that uh, on the phone to whoever the fuck he's talking to. It's fucking sick. It is, it's, like, removed. It's, like, this is, this is, like, not in the moment adrenaline rushing you might fear for your life because everybody's an enemy when you're a cop, you know, like that's like all of those ingredients that we see the callousness usually aren't present. And it's just like a, a candid moment because then he realizes his body cam is still rolling and he cuts the shit off at the end and realizes how bad it's going to look because of all the basically shit talking that he was doing beforehand. Yeah. It's a, it's it's nauseating. Like that's the only real word uh watching this. Uh and and yeah, like y'all said, there's no there's been no repercussions whatsoever. Um because nope. why would there be, I guess? Why would we expect there to be any kind of like uh reckoning whatsoever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh <sighs> like I said, I I don't have much of value to offer, uh other than like, you know, this is something that you know, when people talk about police, they act as if that this isn't what police are. And, you know, we, we saw this, we heard this because the fucking idiot had his body came on. There's no way in hell that this isn't how a lot, if not all of police talk to each other whenever they accidentally, accidentally kill somebody. Sure. Sure. Um, and, uh, I saw a lot of people claiming like, uh, well, when you work in a, when you work at a, in a job that deals with as much like, you know, fucked up shit as you see when you're a cop, um, you know, a, a job that's as dangerous, like, like that's how you deal with it. Gallows humor. Well, first of all, gallows humor is only gallows humor when you're the one in the gallows. First of all, yep. other people joking about it. That's not what gallows humor is. It's dealing with right. your own personal tragedy or trauma or whatever, making fun of it yourself. Uh, so that's one thing. Secondly, um, I delivered Chinese food for years. That job is more dangerous than being a cop. Uh, delivering pizzas is more dangerous than being a cop. Cops yep. don't even make it in the 25 top uh, most dangerous uh, uh, professions in the United States. So number, fuck out of here. Number if one I most can, dangerous job? podcaster that's podcasters right. <laughs> that's true put, that's we're putting true. our lives on the line for you <laughs> exactly our lumbar support is in shambles shambles there was a, uh, there was a uh there's somebody that just tweets out everything that comes over the pittsburgh police blotter and yesterday there was a tweet that like 20 people sent me it was like man in the south side calls is calling in after being threatened by a podcaster <laughs> <laughs> yeah what the so, fuck okay I've damn got you. and they uh, haven't showed up at your house yet? i know right i'm on the run <laughs> i guess that's, that's why i'm recording at deanna's house even though deanna is not at her house uh okay uh, let's move on here uh fuck the police closing thoughts everybody in agreement <laughs> yes i mean yeah uh, so, i'll just say one last thing which is uh you can't fix this with one more training 
Yeah. No, no, yeah. Funding more of this is not yeah. going to get rid of the, uh, yeah, the situation. Whatever you do, don't give them more fucking money, okay? <laughs> That's all I have to say. Well, what about just a lot more money? I was going to say a little, but, you know, we don't have time for this. Let's move on. Uh, okay, something that might be a little bit, a little bit lighter. Something a little more fun to talk about. <laughs> this week... Uh, Mexico's Congress was hearing testimony from experts in the field of ufology and extraterrestrial life. Now, this is the same thing that, you know, a lot of people in the United States, uh, soldiers and pilots, things like that, they've, you know, they've been experiencing all these unexplained aerial phenomena. So they're having hearings. Uh, this was happening in the Mexican Congress. So they talked to a couple of pilots that had seen these objects they couldn't explain and then there was one more person and instead of talking about an, a ufo uh <laughs> this dude rolled in a pair of caskets and took the lid off to reveal two alien corpses <laughs> incredible showmanship from from this individual <laughs> and for my last act <laughs> the 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 balls that it takes <laughs> to do this is like something that our politicians in the United States could only dream, <laughs> dream about, you know? Yeah, our politicians are way too fucking cucked to ever consider <laughs> a thousand percent. anything it's, like that. It's like, like when you see like uh, the, like the... I don't know what whatever houses there are in other like parliamentary procedures and governments like over in Japan or like like I've seen like in in Asian countries where they're like fist fighting on the floor Hell and shit yeah. like they're like wrestling the microphone from each other they're like screaming uh, at one another like that shit fucking rules I wish our politicians did that type of stuff I just want to say if this guy with the alien caskets rolled in on Donald Trump's presidency <laughs> Donald Trump would have declared him president the next day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like handed over all everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's very good people on both sides of the uh, universe. All right, I lost it. Um, okay. <laughs> but, so I think that these are Peruvian Some extraterrestrials, mummies. I'm told, are yeah. good people. <laughs> I think that these were Peruvian mummies. Like whatever the mummification process is in Peru, like it shrank the bodies or something. So hmm. that is what I heard somebody speculate, but like it was just two fucking fucked up looking little alien corpses. And God, <laughs> what a fun, what a fun guy. I want to invite that. I want that guy on the show. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> I know it's uh, he, audio he's... medium listeners, but if we could get somebody <laughs> with alien corpses on here, I promise we would describe them in great detail. <laughs> See this whole, you know, I know UFOs and aliens and like we recently had our own Senate hearings uh, mm -hmm. on UFOs and, and uh, non-human biologics being discovered allegedly. Uh, do you think, do you think this is part of a larger psyop to disarm the public about this? Like make it so ridiculous that uh, we we start to like because it like it felt like everybody was on the verge of thinking okay they're finally going to tell us that UFOs are real and now we're getting ridiculous things like the the alien bodies being revealed is it is it to like temper our expectations more or to like throw us off the scent that to, to make it like more ridiculous looking 
I will say, I think I have a pretty unpopular opinion about this uh, in as far as from what I've discussed with other people. I 100% believe that there's other life in the universe. Yeah. I 100% believe that everything that's happening on Earth is just people either not understanding shit or just making it up. I do not yeah. think, you know, it, maybe at most, maybe an alien species has sent a drone here or something. I do not think anybody's ever been probed by an alien. I don't think anybody's ever, like, been on a spaceship. I think... What? I would just say for the record, I would sooner believe that there's a secret colony of Kennedys on the dark side of the moon. And I don't mean like related to me, but like the presidential thing. <laughs> I, was, I, thought you, yeah. okay, I did think you just meant like a, 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 a colony of yourself. Like I would also sooner believe that. Um, but uh, uh, I just uh, I think that what happened is that I was just we going had... with the, the QAnon conspiracy, though, that the the the. A bunch of oh, the kids okay, yeah. didn't actually die. Gotcha, gotcha, they, gotcha. They, they're they on went the to dark space. side of the moon now in a secret base. I think what uh, happened is because, yeah. you know, there's so little um, agreement across the country as to what reality is at this point. And sure. also, like, boomers are obsessed with ancient aliens and, like, we've had the X-Files. Like, all this shit is just, like, kind of baked in so that people who are desperate to believe that there is some alternative uh, alternative explanation for why things are the way they are, facts. they're just going to buy into whatever, whatever somebody's offering. So if you can make a convincing argument that... Uh, that you fucking met an alien or that you've got one of their bodies. Like people are like, they just want to believe they literally want to believe. I wish we still had the X-Files theme song on the. You're absolutely right. We do such a, so to connect it to a larger point, Andrew, of what you're talking about, we do such a terrible job of educating people on how the world actually works, the forces that drive most of the decisions that get made, which mm -hmm. all boils down to money uh, for the most part, um, and how exploitative capitalism is, uh, that folks get older and they see the reality of things around them, but they don't have the proper education or tools or vocabulary to explain it as what it is. So they look for larger forces to be involved because that must be what's actually going on. There's like a shadow version of everything that is controlling the larger uh, forces at work that create the conditions that people have to live in. Uh, and that's part of the, the I think, not maybe necessarily aliens specifically, but that is part of the larger uh, uh, shadow network. It's like that that uh, conspiracy theory poster that you see that has like the Illuminati at the center of it. And then like, you know, that it's crazy. You know that image I'm talking about that has like 10,000 words on it. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. all connected to each other. It's like it's it's like folks gravitate towards that because they don't have an explanation for it otherwise. You know, uh, now whether you think. Kennedy is is or like a uh, uh, sorry we're we're, we're dropping a lot of Kennedys Kennedy. JFK whether you think uh, um, what's his nuts shot JFK or not Lee Harvey Oswald it's hard for you to wrap your mind around that like one dude was capable of just taking out the most powerful man in the world so like you want to apply larger conspiracy theories to it um, uh, and that may or may not be true but who knows uh, but. That is kind of like the the thing, like you grasp, you want an explanation 
for the forces that you can't, you don't really understand. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, the majority of people in power, uh, whether it's political power or just rich people, wealthy people, like economic power, the majority of those people typically do say one thing and actually do another thing. Sure. So yeah. because there's no actual honesty about what is happening, then the explanation could kind of just be whatever you want to believe. Like, I think that there's a lot of evidence that, as you said, a lot of it just comes down to money and, you know, power or whatnot. But there's nothing like you can't be like, okay, here's the I've got the CEO's tax records. Like, here's where the money he sent went. Here's where the money came back to. You can't do that. So, like, you can kind of just make up whatever the fuck you it, there's. You know, I I might be the first one to say it, but maybe no words actually having any true meanings wasn't the best way to operate a society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, think I, think that, I think that was a, maybe a misstep. <laughs> um, honestly, I just got to say, whenever they start talking about aliens all the time, I just start assuming that there's like a nuclear plant leaking horribly <laughs> or something of that nature going on that we're just like not hearing that much about right now. Yeah, I, I, I would believe that. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's really where my brain goes every time. I'm just like, OK, so like, was there like a train derailment? Uh, that <laughs> Did we just start a war with a country in northern Africa? Did we just like drone like a crucial like general over there or some shit? <laughs> right, exactly. I feel um, that. I feel that. I don't know if you were planning to cover this, but did, can we really briefly? There was another bit of extraterrestrial news this week. Ooh. But this one's actually not bullshit. Okay. Uh, so James Webb Telescope has been observing a planet. Ooh, I uh, saw this. I didn't, get K2, I didn't understand it. <laughs> K2-18b, uh, which is a planet a little bigger than Earth. Uh, that's in the Goldilocks zone orbiting a red dwarf star. So it's believed to be in a habitable situation. Yeah. Uh, it's also believed to have oceans or be entirely oceanic. We're not exactly sure, but we think that it has water. Um, <clears throat> and um, uh, basically the James Webb telescope um, uh, uh, detected um signs of uh basically particles that are only produced by organic life as far as we know farts farts more yes. or less yes. they detected Fuck farts yeah. on they this planet farts. <laughs> it's, it's, a, uh, it's an ocean planet with farts <laughs> um uh and so an ocean Been planet there with before. Farts means <laughs> maybe there's creatures farting there um, so, hell yeah hell let yeah. it rip aliens uh, so this is exciting. Uh, the, several telescopes have detected different things about this planet in the last few years. We're gathering in increasingly detailed information. And uh, I think in our lifetimes, we'll actually know something about what's on that planet. That'd be so uh, cool. Even if we can't go there, you know, we'll be able to maybe observe those creatures somehow. And that's really exciting. You Let's know what's, what, what like, is kind of like a mind fuck is that... The data that we're gathering, though, right now, even with these these high, uh, super high, you know, uh, resolution, powerful telescopes, it's like billions of years old, right? It's millions of years old. So, like, whatever we're seeing, whatever we're witnessing on this planet, those the things that made those farts could be long extinct at this point. Can which you is imagine how bad to a, think about? Can you imagine how bad a billion year old fart smells? 
yeah. it just makes me wonder like if somebody from that planet was looking at earth right now they'd be seeing dinosaurs roam the earth which is it always trips me out thinking about it the other way yeah oh that yeah, is fucking very, wild isn't that weird isn't that weird because yeah. the light that you're out you're only seeing with the light that bounces off of that planet it's finally reaching your telescope on earth or on the opposite planet and so they could like if they could zoom in if they had the technology to zoom in they could see like t-rexes like you know uh battling each other or some shit you know this might also like maybe aliens could somehow record that and then send it to us in the now or something (laughs) like we could like see that i want to see a t-rex battle right (laughs) <laughs> fuck yeah fuck cgi right. um and, you know this is i know i've been doing a lot of hot takes on this episode i might i might be the first that's ever said this as well uh uh-huh. and forgive me if this is too spicy listeners but i'm gonna just come out with it uh space it's too big it's too big <laughs> it's too, too much big of for it. my liking liking too much of it let's cut down on that a little bit let's get a little space austerity okay where's Ronald Re- Space Reagan when you need him. Okay, let's move on. Um, Hunter Biden indicted. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's right. Oh, Folks, they're coming after him for the one crime that, you know, Democrats, they keep getting away with, but not Hunter Biden. He has been indicted for having a gun. That's right. The Republicans are taking down a gun-owning American. <laughs> That's right. Not only that, he's... Go ahead, Kennedy. I'm sorry. I thought... They were pro. Uh... Well, well. Not only that, but the, like he, he got charged for owning a gun and lying to the government. It's like a Republican wet dream. <laughs> like he lied to the feds about owning a gun. Uh, that's that's kind I of awesome. You were required to do that to vote Republican. Right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's actually <laughs> what it is. It's a, it's a double negative because Republicans are pro guns and mm-hmm. pro hunting. But if you're a gun-owning hunter, that's too, you're doing too much. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. so it's it cancels out. If he was a gun-owning <laughs> hunter who was also um, a bigot, I guess maybe that would work. Right. Like right. you gotta you just add a third thing. If it's odd, you're back in the they'll they'll make you they'll vote for him. That's um, true. <laughs> so pour one out to friend of the show hunter biden's huge dick which i don't know if they're gonna have to build a a special jail cell for him or (laughs) like that man the orange yeah they they gotta they gotta uh (laughs) let out the crotch a little bit in that orange jumpsuit he's gonna be the only man in prison wearing a jinko jumpsuit (laughs) (laughs) they they'll think his special sheets fitted because they just won't like tuck in otherwise you know (laughs) (laughs) yep Uh, moving on to another, okay, th- not a friend of the show, uh, not quite an enemy, but uh, on definitely on the worst week yet shit list. Uh, this week, Drew Barrymore announced that she will be starting her show back up despite the writer's strike. And of course, uh, writers and oh. actors strike. Of course, there was quite a lot of backlash to this. You're not supposed to do that. Uh, you are uh, a scab. Um, so she recorded a video. Where she was like, I'm so sorry. I wish there was anything I could do to make this better. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, dog, the, the, don't like, do the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 just delay the show. It's, I don't uh, really understand. I, I know that, uh, I, I don't know the ins and outs of the collective bargaining agreement uh, uh, or whatever it's called with, with the, uh, the WGA and the studios. 
where I, I saw that like a lot of talk shows are exempt from the strike rules and regulations, but I don't know. Clearly people are upset at this as they should be. Um, and I understand like, you know, if I'm being honest, I understand her desire to want to support all of the other cast members and stuff that aren't part of the WGA on her, on her show. But is there no way to like, I don't know, not go back on television. Just, just do your show as like a, uh, I don't know. Like, do it as a. It started as a fucking YouTube show that she was making during the pandemic. Go back to yeah. doing that, and every week post a link that's just like donate to my staff, and, and take it, all your dude. ad revenue, or do it as a podcast and take all of your ad revenue and donate it to your cast and crew. You know, yeah. Um, if if you want to support them, uh, but yeah, you don't have to go back on television, Drew. And this I sucks, wish there was I anything like I could do to dry my eyes with yeah. piles of money. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Um, also, Bill Maher announced that he's bringing his show back, but I honestly would be shocked if it's not better without the writers he had. I don't... Kinda, fuck yeah, Bill Maher. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're not so wrong bad. about that. Uh, there's no way that show could get worse. Not that Bill Maher himself is particularly funny or, or insightful, but I still think just having him smoke weed and say whatever would still be marginally a better show. Yeah, I, totally <laughs> I totally agree. Um, what? Uh, oh, oh, Mitt Romney announced this week that he will not be seeking re-election in 2024. He he is currently 76, so he would be over 80 uh, by the end of his next term. So Damn, he's like, Mitt's kind of looking good for 76. Here's the thing. Holy shit! I was shocked when I heard that. He, yeah, he, he <laughs> I had mean, no idea. That, he'd be drinking that teenage blood on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not he's, allowed he's to have got... coffee if you're a Mormon, but you are allowed to have adrenochrome. That's fine. Yes, that is uh, true. <laughs> I was about to say, he's got a line on, like, he's got that Mormon good shit, uh, apparently. He's got that quote-unquote right. non-feminizing estrogen. Um, yeah. yeah, Mitt, he's, <laughs> you know, ever since running for president, he's been like, you know, if... If you want to be uh, charitable enough to grade Republicans on a scale of just Republicans, I would say he's probably one of the slightly better ones. Um, you know, he had a, a little bit of a backbone with Trump, like not enough. And clearly it was came and went. But, you know, there was times whenever I, he, you know, hate to say it, but he had a good point or something, which you're not getting a good point ever out of most Republicans. So yeah, uh, he, he was right. like the last dying ember of what the Republican party thought of itself. Like he, he represented the last little vestiges of the classical conservative, like in the, the vein of like, uh, of uh, again, what Republicans thought of themselves yeah, looking yeah. like and acting like, right? Like this this uh, party of family values type shit. Uh, remember the binder full of women oh, gaff? Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, like we were talking about that on on Jort Center today. Check out Jort uh, Center, the, listeners. The the Howard Dean scream, uh, mm -hmm. like and how like like the the era of committing political gaffes is gone. Like you can't like the, like because nothing sticks to you. Nothing actually Honestly, affects polling numbers. 
if if one of the candidates got hit with binder full of women today, it would they would go up and pull. Exactly, exactly. Like, like that. That's like the, the the era of Donald of Trump would be selling gaffes. branded binders. Like yes, yeah. Oh, immediately within twenty four hours of making the comment, uh, they would. But yeah, like that. That it feels so. I know I'm not the first person to say this, but uh, it feels so quaint. Like thinking about these things that actually affected political history, like the Howard Dean scream, just like at a rally, just like the microphone picking it up weird, uh, like completely changed the course of those primaries. Um, and and shit like like Mitt Romney saying binder full of women, uh, the news outlets ran with that shit for months after that. You know, this is a counterfactual that we absolutely do not have time to get into, but I just thought of it and I want to say it out loud. Maybe we can discuss it again at a later time, but I think that America would probably be in a better place currently if Mitt Romney had won in 2012. Possibly, I, I could see. I could see the line of the, like the the line of logic you're going down there for sure. Like it, not saying it would be good, but like because there wouldn't have been as much. Like I don't know. I because I don't. I I don't know. I, I'll have to think about it more. We don't have time. I have to it. think about that a little bit because the question is, who wins in 2020 after Romney yeah. serves two terms? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Romney was. Yeah, I, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so Romney ran in 2012, right? So yeah, if so. he won two terms, I see what you're saying. Okay, gotcha. Because gotcha. it would have been, I don't even know if he would have made it two We don't have time. We don't have time. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I just wanted to say one more thing about Mitt Romney, which is he, uh, there was an excerpt released from a book that he's, a biography or something, and that he says that, um, he eats, he doesn't like the taste of salmon, but he got a whole bunch of it from Lisa Murkowski <laughs> from Alaska. So he, he's like, I can't really, I don't really like it, but I found I can at least stomach it if I slather it in ketchup and put it on a hot dog or a hamburger Insane. bun. Insane. Insane. My man is Insane. eating ketchup covered salmon burgers. Get him out of the Senate. I take back everything I said about Insane. <laughs> Here's like, what I'll say about the Mitt Romney timeline. I, it wouldn't be much better than the one we're living in now, but fewer combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bells would have split apart. I will say, that like, I, I think that there, <laughs> I, I don't think it would be much better. I think there would be nowhere near as much of the, like, fascistic tendencies that we're seeing, like, out outright white nationalist violence. Like, I don't, I think that that wouldn't, there would definitely still be people that have those opinions, but it wouldn't have like right. festered into the kind of movement that is like slowly growing and growing still. Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't get elected. For sure. If Romney's For president. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I can see that. So, <laughs> Uh, I saved this story for last because Deanna really wanted to talk about it. She said she'd be here at noon. It is now 1256. Um, so sorry, Deanna, <laughs> you're missing the only thing you wanted to talk about in your Aww. living room. But listeners, do not fret. She might run in right as I hit the end recording button. <laughs> this week, somebody had a very magical experience at the theater. An experience we all like are, you know, if you really want to be honest with yourself, we're all looking for this. You Honestly, know? it <laughs> is the most, the most aspirational thing. Have that happen to them? <laughs> the most aspirational thing I've ever seen a politician do um, this week. Representative 
Lauren Bobert <laughs> D- gave her partner an over the pants hand job at Beetlejuice the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they were vaping vaping he was he was that's awesome he had a (laughs) fist full of titty dude in the middle of beetlejuice the musical (laughs) i cannot stress enough how every single detail of this story is the best part (laughs) it it truly like the you know the first headline was lauren bobert uh kicked out of musical and then it's Lauren Bobert kicked out of Beetlejuice musical, which just makes it funnier. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, then you get that she was being loud and disruptive, and then the vaping thing drops. And then I jokingly posted my sources at the Buell Theater telling me she was kicked out for giving a hand job during no! the banana. <laughs> banana boat song and i was just you know you know like just shooting from the hip you know just j- making a joke and no that turns out like there's video of her rubbing uh dude's wiener rubbing hog. and yeah uh and it was perfect honestly like they call it the house of representatives because it represents uh the people like in all of their good and bad uh forms and it's fucking hilarious it is so funny that that she she did this also because it's Lauren Bobert I feel like it's f- the funniest because it's her um, uh, other other politicians being at the center of this it's not nearly as funny at all oh absolutely and I even saw something I didn't confirm any of this but like you know obviously Lauren Bobert huge uh, anti trans anti you know they're grooming the kids all that bullshit uh, from what I understand like she separated from her husband a while ago the person she was yeah. on this date with. From what I saw, owns a gay bar. <laughs> like, oh, that's <laughs> awesome! That's or a bar awesome. that has that's drag awesome. shows or something like that. And yeah, she could not. She had to get a handful of dick while Lydia Dietz was up there singing whatever the fuck she was singing. I, is that the is that Lydia right from Beetlejuice? Like, you yes, get it, yep, Lydia, yeah, yeah, I yep, think yep. that's right. I think that's yep. right. Um, uh, it came out of my mouth, and I was like, "Is that the character? Or is that just a person I know?" What? <laughs> It, it it it's funny, uh, but it's also so frustrating how these motherfuckers will be like family values, family values, and then it's like this is how you actually live, and it's like I get it, yeah, I yeah. get it, but like, can you just be honest? Can you just be like, yeah, I fuck, yeah, it's <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's the ultimate in in uh, you know rules for thee but not for me type of thing. Um, they are all hypocrites. They all it's it's. It's like why I'm 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 always hesitant to accuse someone of like serious serious crimes, but like the dudes that are the loudest, the loudest about child porn and trafficking and sex crimes, or even just like dudes on the left who are like the absolute loudest and and about being an ally. Like after a while, it's like okay, we we heard you the first time, and and like and allyship is always important. But like after a while, it's like it's sus, it's a little sus. You know what I mean? When when they make it their entire personality, their entire being, like oftentimes these politicians do. It's like okay, yeah. why are you thinking about this every day? Right, right, yeah. Because yeah. like I only think about these problems like when I have to. <laughs> exactly, <right>? exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's 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 like the the every time 
these politicians, these Republican politicians who are uh, super adamant about passing anti-LGBTQ uh, legislation, <laughs> they get caught in a bathroom soliciting or like, their, you know, their grinder account gets found or some shit like that. And it's like, OK, so you just you're full of shit and it's just projection and, and thou doth protest too much. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't even it's it's wild. Um, It's also. I saw a few people saying, like, you shouldn't be sharing the video. This is literally revenge porn. Um, here's the thing about revenge porn. Uh, that <laughs> That's not typically something that is done in public. Yeah, yeah. So that's horseshit. Stop, uh, using, we, stop using real things to defend this. When you, like, when you <laughs> violate the consent of others like that in public. Yep. You're, you you have lost the rights to that type of consent for your own behavior. Yeah. I saw people uh, on the left uh, arguing that it was revenge porn. And I'm uh, like, I, the gall that it takes to do that. Like, like, like I'm in 100% agreement with you, Kennedy. Uh, th- like, that's, you, you did this, it's fair game. Everybody gets to see this now because you did it in public. That's not what that means. That's not what revenge porn is. This is, you're yeah. in, you know, a, like, somebody else's place of business in front of hundreds of other people doing this shit. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm not even saying like, it's like the most condemnable offense necessarily. I'm just saying that like, you don't get to be like, Oh, you were filming me. Like, like, no, you don't, you have lost that right. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Also, I saw a lot of people like I jokingly, I made the joke about, giving a hand job at the Beetlejuice musical but i saw people uh like ratcheting this up to Lauren Bobert was performing sex acts in public and it's like okay like let's 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 not clutch our pearls this fucking hard uh there was, she was a little a thigh- bit of dick. she was rubbing, yeah there's a little a there was some inner thigh rubbing uh, and uh, he honked on her boobs like a like Beetlejuice <laughs> honks on his dick in the movie, you know. Uh, uh. Uh, like that's literally what ha- like th- she wasn't blowing him in the theater, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, like, I, in front of other people. There was a bit of pearl clutching and I admit that these lines are extremely blurry and I'm not necessarily like saying, oh, yes, I'm perfectly suited to tell you exactly where the line of acceptable sure. behavior is. But what I am saying is that <clears throat> like that Victorian type of sensibility where it's like, we're just supposed to pretend like we don't have genitals. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, come on. Like sometimes in a dark room, somebody rubs somebody's stuff a little bit. And yes. as long as no clothes comes off, then it's probably not that offensive. And, and it's, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, good for them. They seemed like they were having a good time, but also like the, the most egregious thing to me was the vaping in the theater, uh, personally, uh, particularly if you're around like other people, like in close proximity, like most of the people I know that vape go out of their way, not to like blow it or like, you know, get it around other people when they're that close to them. You know what I mean? Like they can, they can like, not my, everybody I know who vapes just will do it anywhere and everywhere. Oh no shit. Okay. I I've I've been blessed then. I've I've been, been very fortunate. Been yeah. I have. Well, I hang out with like because I do comedy, I hang out with like other comedians who are all like early twenties people and like it's right, whatever. I'm right. just the old guy. I don't like it's there's like a a gap that I don't have any interest in bridging. But you know, I'll be out with them and like it's just everybody's past there's for every 
there's one vape for every three of them. I don't understand this. Nobody has their own vape. So every it's all, other it's fucking all thing is, can I see your vape? Let me get your vape. Give me your vape. Can I get your vape? Right. And it's like, dog, like just everybody buy one. Like if But see, <laughs> that's that's a different that's a different scenario in that everybody in that group vapes. You know what I mean? Like when you're out in public around other people I that see, aren't yeah. smoking or you know, like that that's that's more what because I don't I don't vape. I, I don't I don't smoke or anything. So like I feel like most of the time, if somebody knows that you don't like they're they're I've, I've witnessed, you know, decent etiquette involving that. Mm-hmm. So like, I understand. And if there's a no vaping policy in the theater, then kick her out for that. But like, she wasn't, she wasn't kicked out for giving a hand job in the back of a theater. Uh, <laughs> Nobody wants to work say- anymore. I just want to say for the record, it was very funny because when initially, before the footage of the uh, over the pants hand job came out, um, uh, and she was just sort of like bat, uh, 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 fighting back the, you know, just being disruptive in a, the theater. Right. Her press secretary, you know, put out this statement on social media and everywhere that was like, uh, 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 Lauren is sorry for enjoying the theater a little too much. <laughs> and I was just like, dog, never you apologize for this. About, you should have been thinking about that statement and what else could come out about you in the theater. Hell yeah. You, it, it was, it was so perfectly done. And, and honestly, like, uh, back on the revenge porn angle of it, like, People were were shaming the theater, I guess, for releasing this footage. She was lying about what happened. Like they mm-hmm. had evidence, and if she hadn't have lied and pushed it on her end, they probably wouldn't have released this footage in the first place. But because she wasn't, you know, like she was accusing them of being liars, and they were like, uh-uh, "No, sorry, girl. Uh, we're, you know, this is we're gonna we're gonna show this dude honking on your boobs now." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, uh, before we end, I know you got to get out of here, Will. Just wanted to, very quick, uh, a bit of good news to end on. Uh, the United Auto Workers are striking this this week. Uh, they they went on yeah. strike. They're doing something called a limited strike. So they it said that they were doing this to have more leverage rather than every single worker walk out and shut everything down. They're like doing it like focused on I don't I don't understand. It seems like this is what the the union wants to do, and uh, they are doing it. So fucking solidarity. Good for them. Hell yeah. Um, Hell so yeah. Uh, that's it. Will, uh, thank you again for coming on. Where Tell folks where to find you. This has been great. Uh, thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at The Waffle House, uh, T-H-E-W-A-P-P-L-E-H-O-U-S-E. Uh, or you can find me on Blue Sky at Waffle House. Or you can find me on Jort Center pod yeah. uh yeah just you know those places just find Hell me on yeah. twitter you can find me everywhere else kennedy what do you got to plug uh sentai truther club's coming back mm. we're recording new episodes oh my right god now as, <laughs> in, as i speak yeah <laughs> literally right this second we're recording one Fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh yeah this this week next week in the coming weeks, there will be very soon. There will be new episodes of Sentai Truther Club. Finally, after a long time, it's been too long. Or back by as, popular demand. Uh, uh, literally, yeah. actually, <laughs> when we saw how many <laughs> listens we were still getting without releasing episodes, we were like feeling bad. <laughs> we were like, we were like, how do this many people still listen to the show? That's awesome. I mean, there are we have released a ton of episodes. So if you've never listened to it. 
There's one uh, with me on it. Uh, watching the Power Rangers broke my fucking brain. Uh, we made Andrew Hillary watch some terrible <laughs> Power Rangers. Oh, Very no such time. thing. No such thing. No, there is. I some would argue really against that. Uh, what, uh, what season are you talking about? What did we make you watch? I forgot. Look, Operation it was Oprah, higher. I think. It's like there was witches in it. I know that. <laughs> oh, I think we made you watch some of Mystic Force, but you had to watch the bad stuff or okay, something like yeah. that. <laughs> Anyways, go go check out Sem, Senpai Truther Club, Senpai Sentai. I don't know. Figure it out. Sen, Sentai Truther Club. Anywhere go, you find go watch, podcasts. Go watch Cyborg Lies Club. Uh, Deanna, what do you have to plug? Oh, that's right. You are an hour and five minutes late. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, you can follow the show at Worst Week Yet. You can follow me at Andrew Hillary US. You can support the show by going to Patreon.com/slash Worst Week Yet. And more important than all that bullshit, tune in again next week for more bad news.